Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, and Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate us on iTunes, as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at www.occultlondon.co.uk, where you can subscribe to the show. If anyone has any questions for me, then I'd love to answer them, so please reach out via Facebook or on email, as I'd love to answer any questions you might have. My details are on the show notes, or alternatively, email me at occultlondonpodcast at gmail.com. In today's episode, we will be continuing our discussion on the uh, Lesser Banishing Ritual of the Pentagram symbolism, and I wanted to do a little bit of a discussion on the archangels that feature in that particular ritual. Um, These episodes do not necessarily need to be seen in the context of the LBRP, so if you are just interested in listening to them because you want to find out more about archangels, then that is absolutely great as well. And you'll learn an awful lot from you know the different things we'll be discussing. We'll be looking at some of the stories, the mythology, the symbolism behind each archangel, and also uh, more kind of practical ways in which you can work with them as well. As I said in the introduction, these powerful beings offer great ways of approaching deity and offer a real um, strong representation of that divine force um, without going straight to the god form. So it really does um, help to to work with these archangelic beings. So who is the Archangel Raphael? So Archangel Raphael, in the context of the Western mystery tradition, is usually the archangel that is meant to govern the eastern quarter. So the rising sun, the archangel of air, healing and communication... And also, from a Kabbalistic view, point of view, is usually either placed in Tiferet, the Sun, or in Hod, Mercury, uh, depending on your viewpoint. There's various different ways which we'll be discussing on that. The name Raphael is a combination of two Hebrew words, Rapha, which means physician, healer, and El, God. And when joined together, Raphael means God heals, or it is God who heals, or God hath healed. He is... Usually the patron of doctors, nurses, healers, um, pharmacists, so chemist shops, um, people suffering from nightmares, travellers, also couples who are having kind of issues within their relationship. He's quite a good um, being to, to ask for help within that, as well as anyone who really needs genuine guidance and protection. As I said, there's different interpretations of the, of the Archangel from a Kabbalistic point of view. Some people place Raphael in Hod, which is Mercury in communication. I've, I, I personally have always worked with him in Tiferet as a solar archangel of healing, which I know will probably be slightly controversial from a lot of people's opinions um, because, um, yeah, there are a lot of systems where they prefer to put Mikael into Tiferet and Raphael in Hod. So um, there's obviously lots of different arguments for either or, and I think you can definitely switch Mikael and Raphael depending on your viewpoint. Um, the switch is actually mentioned by David Rankin in his excellent book, Climbing the Tree of Life, as originating in Liber Juratus, which is the sworn book of Honorius in the 13th century. And... He says how by the 17th century, both attributions were being used. I personally prefer, as I said, Raphael in Tiferet. It seems to fit well with 
the healing power of the sun, harmony, beauty, and Tifret obviously being that, that centre of the of the harmony of the tree, which seems to fit quite well with Raphael's nature of, you know, this kind of regent of the sun and his bright and friendly countenance. But obviously you can work with either, and um, that's entirely up to you. In terms of his, yeah, as I said, he's obviously often um, responsible for healing in most traditions, and this may be why he's often known as the divine physician or God heals. He's also described as being an archangel who's charged to heal the earth, and through him the earth furnishes an abode for whom man he also heals. Um, there's a legend about Raphael acting as a personal guardian angel of the whole of the earth and that it is him who appeared to the shepherds by night bringing them good tidings of great joy. He's also meant to be connected with healing physical, mental, spiritual and emotional problems. Um, for instance, he's meant to have healed Abraham after his circumcision. He heals Jacob's dislocated hip and he's also mentioned in the apocryphal book of Tobit and the book of Enoch in a healing capacity and is often said to be one of the four presences set over all diseases and wounds of the children of men. The book of Tobit is quite big uh, within the kind of Raphael mythos and this is one of the apocryphal books really of the Old Testament and Raphael is mentioned in, in this book in the context as being the human being travel companion of Tobit's son, Tobias, calling himself Azarius, the son of the great Ananias. And uh, basically him, the Archangel Raphael, disguised as this um, this person called Azarius and Tobit's son, Tobias. They travel on this great journey um, throughout many countries and have lots of adventures so he's meant to have blinding a a demon in Egypt and also he is meant to be uh, responsible for healing the blind Tobit as well um, and it's in this particular text that he is known as the angel Raphael one of the seven who stand before the Lord regarding the healing powers attributed to, to Raphael there is also his de declaration to Tobit in this book where he says he's been sent by the Lord to heal him of his blindness and to deliver Sarah, his future daughter-in-law, from the demon Asmodeus, who kills every man she marries on their wedding night before the marriage can be consummated. And he also talks about, Raphael also talks about himself as a healer in the book of Tobit when he says the following, I am Raphael, one of the seven holy angels which present the prayers of the saints and which go in and out before the glory of the Holy One. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so that kind of shows you quite strongly how he's meant to be this healing power, but also it shows this intermediary power where he's bringing in, um, he's helping human beings with their problems with that divine power of the Lord, essentially. In the story of Tobit, he's also meant to have helped Tobias, who was the son of Tobit. So Tobias is obviously sent by um, his blind father to collect a debt and yeah as I said before Raphael is meant to appear in the form of an older companion and guide so this is where it comes from the, the idea that he is this guide and patron of travellers um, and during the travels with Tobit 
he is Tobias sorry he is meant to have shown Tobias how to catch fish with healing properties so obviously symbolic of him providing mankind with the means to heal themselves and Raphael also helps to drive away an evil spirit from a, a lady he is in love with so Raphael is kind of like this go-to um, you know provider of food and also provider or kind of like a wingman in, in some sense as well um, and also when they return home Raphael is also credited with preparing a salve or an ointment which from a fish again which is obviously symbolic um, to heal Tobias's blind father and this as I said is why he is meant to be the patron of travellers, the blind, nurses, physicians, medical workers, etc. Because of these these skills that he developed. Um, in other texts, so for instance in the Talmud, um, Raphael can also be found. So the names of the archangels Mikhail, Gabriel and Raphael are found in the fourth order of the Mishnah. Which is called the Nezakin, which is part of the Talmud, a central text of mainstream Judaism. He's also found in the volume of the Bava Metzia, which is the describes three archangels that appear to Abraham on the plains of Mamre. Um, <clears throat> although the majority of the angels mentioned in the Torah are don't usually have lots of names associated with them, according to the Babylonian Talmud, Raphael is meant to have been identified as one of the three angels that appears to to Abraham and meant to according to the myth Mikhail walks in the middle Gabriel to his right and Raphael to his left so they're meant to also be commanded to carry out specific missions so Gabriel's was to destroy Sodom Mikhail's was to inform Sarah that she'd give birth to Isaac and Raphael's is meant to have been to heal Abraham from his circumcision and also save Lot they also mentioned in the Book of Enoch as well, which is quite interesting. So in the Book of Enoch, um, he is mentioned from the context of chapter 1, verse 9, Michael, Sariel, Raphael and Gabriel looked down on earth from heaven and saw that it was full of godliness and violence. And in the Book of Enoch, the angels are meant to be concerned about the behaviour of the watchers who play a major part in the Enoch, who are also known as the Nephilim. And the Watchers were meant to have been angels that lusted after human women and whose offspring become the Nephilim, which are these giants that live on the earth. And they're meant to have introduced cosmetics, perfume, magic, astrology to mankind, but also killed its its innocence. And meant they're also meant to be led by two leaders known as Semhazar and Azazel, um, God is meant to have been annoyed about this. Uh, he doesn't like the fact that humanity is being destroyed, so he asks Raphael to punish the Watchers, and Raphael is meant to have bound Azazel under the desert, called Dudael, according to Enoch 10.4. Bind Azazel hand and foot and cast him into the darkness, and make an opening in the desert which is in Dudael, and cast him therein and place upon him rough and jagged rocks, and cover him with darkness, and let him abide there for ever, and cover his face that he may not see light, and on the day of the great judgment he shall be cast into the fire. 
So the archangels are meant to have captured them and then Gabriel is meant to make the uh, Nephilim fight each other until there's none left. And Enoch is meant to have asked who the four figures are that he'd seen and it says the following. And he said to me, the first is Mikael, the merciful and long-suffering and the second who is set over all diseases and of the wounds of the children of men is Raphael. And the third who is set over all the powers is Gabriel. And the fourth who is set over the repentance unto hope of those who inherit eternal life is named Fanunel. And these are the four angels of the Lord of Spirits and the four voices I heard in those days. And that's from Enoch. Um, <clears throat> Raphael is also mentioned in context to the Sefer Ratziel. Um, so one version of the story is that he is the archangel that helps Noah with the knowledge he needs to build the ark. Again, this is showing his abilities as a light bringer and also communicator, perhaps more focused on the hot aspects or mercury aspects there. And according to different rabbinic sources, a pearl is meant to have hung on Noah's ark which is meant to have shown Noah when day and night were at hand. And other sources also talk about the light coming from a sacred book that was given to Noah by the archangel Raphael, which was meant to have been bound in sapphires and containing all of the knowledge of the stars, the art of healing and the mastery of demons. This book is meant to have been passed on to Shem, who then passed it on to Abraham, uh, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, and finally King Solomon. That book is meant to have been the Sefer Ratziel, which is the book of the angel Ratziel. And yeah, as I said, some legends describe Raphael giving it to him. Other legends actually describe the archangel Ratziel being the one who who gives that. And we'll probably talk about that in a later episode. But um, it's worth noting, again, obviously this fits quite well with the Raphael in the context of of you know east communication air breathing talk words etc it's kind of imparting of knowledge um <clears throat> yeah so as i said the book's meant to begin to noah by raphael and the full text um from the sefer retziel hemelach um goes as follows and i quote noah was favored in the eyes of the lord the Lord sent forth the holy prince, Raphael, to Noah. Raphael spoke, I have been sent forth by the word of the Elohim. The Lord God restores the earth. I make known what will be and what to do and deliver this holy book. You will understand how to be guided therein by works most purely and holy. Hear the word for the Lord. You are the most righteous and honest man in the ages. Behold, I give you this holy book to reveal all the mysteries and the secrets. Work in holiness and purity, in humility and honesty. From it, learn how to make the ark from pitch pine. Gather your stones and wives and sons' wives. Live in hiding for a short time until the earth of the Lord passes over. And that's a quote from the Sefer Ratziel Chemelach. Um, other mentions about Raphael. So obviously, I mentioned he's he's meant to have assisted King Solomon 
build his temple in Jerusalem. Um, and we did an episode on on King Solomon. So if anyone's interested in that, then have a listen to that. Um, as we discussed in that episode, Raphael's meant to have given um, the Ring of Solomon, um, this magical ring, which is engraved with the symbol of either a pentagram or a hexagram. And this ring is meant to have given Solomon power to command the demons, but also enabled him to complete the temple. Archangel Raphael is also meant to have been the angel who descends into the pool at Bethesda in the Gospel according to John that heals all of the people that are gathered there who are waiting to be healed. And I quote, An angel of the Lord descended at certain times into the pond and the water was moved. And he that went down first into the pond after the motion of the water was made whole by whatsoever infirmity he lay under. Again, this is a really nice example of his healing power. Within Islamic tradition, Raphael is also venerated as the sacred angel who blows his trumpet from a rock in Jerusalem to announce the day of resurrection. Although he is not named directly, it is possible that this text refers to him, and I quote, And the trumpet shall be blown, so all those that are in the heavens and all those that are in the earth shall swoon, except him whom Allah will. will. Then it shall be blown again, then they shall stand up waiting. And that's from the Quran. Obviously, we don't know that is definitely Raphael, but obviously, you know, it fits with this idea of the messenger and obviously the trumpet being an air instrument. You could kind of argue that it would be. According to other legends, Raphael's also meant to have had four wings and be so tall that he reaches from earth to heaven. He's also meant to be a master of music, similar to Sandalphon, who is the archangel of uh, Malkut in the Kabbalistic tradition. And is meant to sing praises to God in a thousand different languages, known as the breath of life, and also the highest angel who mediate, mediates between God and the other archangels. In Sufi traditions, according to the Imam al-Suyuti, the perfect human being is someone who has a heart that looks like Raphael. The next in rank are the saints who have hearts like Mikael, and then the rest like Gabriel. So as we've seen, there's lots of different traditions with regards to Raphael. Uh, just to finish, I wanted to just quickly talk about some of his, how he's often depicted in iconography and images. Um, so you can kind of hopefully recognise him when you go to an art gallery or something like that. Um, obviously, due to his connections with healing and travelling, he is often depicted as a traveller um, wearing rough travelling clothes, carrying a staff with a bottle of water slung on his belt sometimes, um, which to me often reminds me a little bit of the stories around Odin dressing as a traveller who you never know when he's going to turn up. Um... Raphael is also sometimes depicted holding a sword or holding a box inside which is meant to contain a charm against evil spirits. Um, and this is meant to be made from the fish that tried to devour, devour Tobias. Um, in terms of famous paintings, the, Arca the famous artist Raphael painted the, um, Archangel Raphael twice. You've got the famous picture of Tobias and the Virgin. 
and Bias holding a small fish in his picture and telling the story for the people um, familiar with the story. William Blake also painted a really amazing picture of um, the Archangel Raphael where he appears much more feminine than some of the other depictions and there's also a very famous painting of Raphael with Tobias from Pietro Peregrino where he's shown holding a box in this one as well. Um, <clears throat> in terms of his um, how you would work with him obviously he is the Archangel of Air, he's the Archangel of Healing, he's the Archangel, you know, all these connections from that point of view. So anything to do with communication, he would work well with. Also healing uh, in general. So, you know, if you're feeling a bit down, a bit depressed, um, you know, he can really help to kind of um, raise up that mood and start to make you feel a little bit better. Obviously can help you with communication, things like that um, at work as well. Remember, often conflict can come from a lack of communication or a misunderstanding. So uh, the harmony, harmonising aspects of Raphael can be very useful um, when working with that. Um, I'll add some books in the show notes if people want to find out more. Um, but yeah, hope you've enjoyed this episode. In next week's episode, we will be talking about the Archangel Mikael, who is attributed to, attributed to the South and so hope you tune in for that episode thanks very much for joining us this week on the Ocalan podcast i hope you've enjoyed it please make sure to visit our website at www.occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show see you all soon bye-bye Your